Radioactive Real Talk Radio with me and Glenn is an audio love letter to the fans, to our friends and family who listen to us each and every week, who enjoy good humor and anything and everything we've got to say. Come along for the ride. Long time. Didn't realize this guy was still in the radio business. Didn't realize it. (laughs) But a long time. How is everybody doing tonight? Man, she sounds good. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? I think Rachel's got a a voice for this kind of thing. Hey, Jeff, I bet you won't shit on Marty's face. (laughs) (laughs) Give me another beer. I'll show you something. You son of a bitch, I'm going to slap that biscuit out your lips, boy. <laughs> he probably wanted to be all in. Oh, he definitely got all in on me. <laughs> he got knuckles deep. <laughs> Radioactive. Real talk radio. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one, one. The, the, the wait is over. This is Radioactive Re- Real Talk Radio with John and Glenn Goodman. Right. <laughs> I just, I'm looking out the corner of my eye and I see Glenn dancing. <laughs> I see you dancing to this track. And Breaking like, the moves. <laughs> well, let's keep it going. Hell, it's episode 10. Breaking down the moves. In the studio tonight. Oh, yeah. We're screaming and hawking in the corner. All right, hey, folks. Hey, 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 <laughs> Welcome to episode 10. Number 10. I just want you to know that I am 18, and I have had <laughs> sex with older women before. <laughs> It was topical, it was erotic, I gave it a 9.5, I still got wood. Still, I gave it a uh, a 10, a 10, a f***ing 10. Gentlemen. All right, Glenn, it is. Number (laughs) 10. It is episode 10, it's June 12th, 2020. We made it to 10. We did, we love 10. Number 10. I like 10. But I'll tell you what makes this special, Glenn, because we've got him in studio, joining us for the first time. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. It's Tommy Two Time. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? What's going on, Tommy? How you doing, buddy? Welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me, having me. How's everybody doing? Well, let's talk about what you do here at the show, right? You work behind the scenes. A lot of people don't get to see you every week. So Is that you... how you normally talk, or you just like stutter? I think he's got a, yeah, he's got a stuttering problem. You know, See, so. listen here, fatso. How do you think I got the name Tommy Tuo? How you doing? How you doing? That's what goes on every time. Yeah, that's what happens. The only thing you said twice, so you're fake. <laughs> I think he's calling you out, Tommy. What do you think? Fake news. Yeah, you got to get paid the big bucks somehow. Oh, we just came out of character altogether. See? <laughs> See? He done screwed it up. Hey, I got to get paid the big bucks somehow. <laughs> well, you like, know, Yo, I got to get paid the big bucks somehow, somehow. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> Fake news. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Come on. Come on, man. Stay in character. Stay in character. If you're going to talk it, you better walk it, Tommy, too. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) All right, guys. It is June 12th. Something, Glenn, special happened a year ago today. You want to know what it is? Um, mm, mm, What? You hit puberty? That's it. You got it. Yep. Glenn, how did you forget? You you reached puberty, man. Come on. Uh, How did you forget that? That's not happened yet. What? Are you sure? I know for a fact. I know for a fact. Actually, Glenn, it was one year ago today 
that the Blues won the Stanley Cup. It's rattled on around and crew got with it, and the Blues at the bench are realizing that they are going to be champions. Ten seconds to go. The longest wait for a first title any team in this league has had. For the first time in their history, the St. Louis Blues are the Stanley Cup champions. The St. Louis uh, Blues. Did you notice something about that clip? No, uh uh-uh. That was super cool. That they're on the ice? Nobody even knew about or is even wearing a mask. Oh, they weren't. back in those days. That's right. One year ago, (laughs) right. There was nothing about a coronavirus. There was none of that going on. But I'll tell you what was going on. The whole world we live in has changed. Tommy two-time. Yo, Tommy two-times, two-times. Tommy two-time. All right, so we are. It's episode 10, June 12th, guys. I'm pumped. Glenn. 10! We got a lot of fun stuff coming up on this episode. 10! So... See that on the uh, on the old uh, screen there. So anyway, we've got. I heard we talked the other day. Can't wait for uh, spill the beans. Right? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, that was a uh, yeah. Wow, Clo- close call. It's definitely going to be a spill the beans for sure. Okay, so I want to begin, Glenn, with something I saw earlier this week online. So I saw this pic of this high school couple online who decided to have their own prom. So the guy went out and, you know, got his girlfriend some flowers. He did some carryout, gave her a promise did ring. Did Chinese carryout? I don't know. It doesn't say. So but they were having their own prom because they didn't have they the regular right. one because everything canceled. Right. The COVID okay. canceled right. everything. So this guy and his girlfriend decided after. So they're having their own prom. They're having their own prom. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. So anyway, uh, so he gave her a promise ring and then in return, of course, she gave him sweet love. Oh, you got to yeah. love that. Oh, yeah. It's Nothing so, better than sweet love, John. Sweet, sweet love. But it reminded me of my own prom. That's sweet barbecue sauce. Right, right. But it did. It reminded me of my own prom, so. Whoa. But, you know. Your own prom? Yeah, you know, my own prom. Weren't you homeschooled? All right, moving on. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. We ain't come moving on, on from this. Come on, dude. Seriously. We ain't moving on from this. Glenn, come on. We got to report you, the news. You, you were homeschooled. I know it. Glenn, come on, dude. It's not cool, man. We're live on the air. Come on. Let's just let's move on from this. Wow. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so, anyway, I think it's time. We're going to move on to this week's Douchebag of the Week. <laughs> Bag of the week. All right, so let's get into it, Glenn. I'm not so much calling this guy out as the douchebag. I'm calling out this guy's filmmaking is the douchebag. So I want people to get that clear who listens to the show. If you're a fan of this broadcast and you've listened to our show, you listened last week, we had the first douchebag of the week. So just so I'm clear on this, I have nothing against the guy. As a matter of fact, his music, I think, is good. I'm sure downright the guy's pretty cool. I did hear from an actress who actually did an audition, Daniel Harris, who I talked to many years ago, told me this guy's technique in interviewing actresses and actors is pretty off the chain. He does everything like before Zoom was Zoom. That's how he interviews and does all his like, you know, how they do all their acting and all that they do it they do these interviews through uh through like video chat and that's how rob zombie is this week's uh douchebag so not oh, rob zombie Oh lord rob zombie's filmmaking is what i have a problem with 
So let's just break down the numbers for you real fast, right? Me so, personally, very disappointing. Yes. So, of course, when you got a name like Zombie, of course, everybody's going to be, like, attracted to the name, right? So you're thinking, well, with a name like that, how can you go wrong? So me personally, I'm not a fan of Rob Zombie's filmmaking. I like Rob Zombie. I don't know him personally. Nope. Um, I like his music. I think he's, you know, uh, more human than human. Uh, Dracula, I think it's 3000, whatever that track is yeah. or whatever. So I know you and I went and seen house of a thousand corpse, like way back in the day. I'm going to say wow, like, that was nuts. 2000, uh, man, I don't remember what it was. It was a long time ago. 2007 ish, maybe roughly. So it was, it was a rough movie. We went, we saw it. Of course, Did me and Glenn, it. it was weird. Right. So you and I are fans of the horror genre. We've seen a lot of horror films over our lifetime. When we went and saw the movie, definitely got that like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 feel. You know, you got the crazy family and all that. So the movie was set on a $7 million budget, and it made $16.8 million. Okay. So he's off to the races, right? So he's up a little bit, you know. Well, his next film, The Devil's Rejects, he throws another $7 million out there, right? Sets it up on a $7 million budget. The movie goes on to make 20.9. So that movie was, I don't know, man. It was, it was way out there. Yeah. I wasn't even sure what it was supposed to be about or what was going on most of the time. It was. So you saw it? Yeah, it was, it was strange. Yeah. I never did. After seeing house of a thousand corpse, I was like, I'm done with this guy. That is until he redid Halloween. Major down, major down. <laughs> so, but here's the thing, right? Started out great. It's pretty cool. It explained a lot of stuff and explained right. why Michael Myers was Michael Myers and all of that. And then the very first part was cool. But then after that, the whole movie just went south. Right. I was like, what in the heck is going on here? Well, once again, you and I went and saw that film. I like think it could have been a good film if he'd have stayed on track of the actual film. Right. You know, and he explained was. everything. And he, yeah, it started out that way. Right. And then, then it, it just, just went, went south. Boom. Yeah. So I know uh, John Carpenter was interviewed on what he felt his reaction to that movie was. We got a clip here. We're going to play it for you. This is what John Carpenter or thought about Rob Zombie's Halloween. And I thought, wow, <laughs> what is this? Anyway, they interviewed him on that, on that biography and channel and he lied about me. He said I was very cold to him when he told me I was going to, and that he was going to make it. Nothing could be further from the truth. I said, make it your own movie, man. You know, this is yours now. Don't worry about me. I was incredibly supportive. Why that piece of shit lied, I don't know. (laughs) He had no reason to. Why did he do it? So, Frankly, uh, that will color my response to the film. Uh, if I take that away, I, I did not. I, I thought that he took away the mystique of the, of the story by explaining too much about the guy. I don't care about that. It's supposed to be a force of nature. He's supposed to be almost supernatural. Knowing about that, I was, and he was too big. So John Carpenter, not a fan of the movie, not a fan, it seems like, of Rob Zombie, but surprisingly enough, the movie went on to make $80 million. And to this day... Because of the name and people didn't know what it was about. Right. So they thought it would be a cool movie. That's the only reason it made that much. Sure. I agree with you. You know, you take a... That's why we went to see it. Right. You take a household name like Halloween and... That's what we did. We're we're like, we'll check this out. Yeah. See if it's any good. 
And I think we agree first maybe 30 minutes, 35 minutes. Yeah, like minutes. I said, it started out great. Explained everything from, you know, from the very beginning. Right. You should have took the $80 million and gave everybody their money back. Amen to that. <laughs> so his next movie, two years later, he follows that up. me my ticket price money back. <laughs> so he follows that up with Halloween 2, two years later. That one I never saw. This is where I have the problem with anybody who's a Rob Zombie fan, right? Because I'm not alone. When you look at the numbers, and you said it earlier, the numbers really, you know, tell the tale. Look at the numbers. The numbers speak the truth. So he spends another, so he spent $15 million on the original remake of Halloween, and it grossed $80 million, which in Hollywood, that's booming, right? You take 15, you you know, and you make 80, that's good. But here's where it went south. Just two years later, he decided, hey, I spent $15 million for the first film. Why not spend another 15 for this film? He does it. Only this time, the movie makes half that money back, $39 million. So I'm not alone when I say that first film was enough for me to just go, dude, I'm not wasting another two hours. Yeah, like I said, the numbers, you know. the numbers tell the story. I mean, right. there's no ands, if, or buts. The number tells the story. And after that, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. He does The Lord of Salem, 31, Three from Hell, and... You know, of course, Lords of Salem, he spends like just over a million dollars on the film, and he broke even. And then his next film, 31, he spends $3 million, and he loses money. So there starts to become this trend with Rob Zombie, even though he's got the zombie name. Right. There becomes this trend where Rob Zombie's just not, just cutting the, you know, cutting the mustard in Hollywood Well, he's anymore. not making any movies anymore or anything. No. Numbers went in the toilet. Like right. I said, the numbers tell the story. And then, you know, and I'll say this to any Rob Zombie fan out there. So House of a Thousand Corpse and The Devil's Rejects is based on the same characters. So you're talking like, talking about part one and part two, right? Right. The first film, you know, The Corpse, it makes 16. The next one makes uh, 20, The Devil's Rejects. That was a weird movie. But here's where it goes south. Man, it was weird. Three from Hell, which is the last film he made to date, is basically based off those first two films. So anybody who was a fan of those first two movies, and that's where a lot of these Rob Zombie fans are going, Rob Zombie's cool. I I think people get caught up with the idea that his name is Zombie, and that just makes you cool. He always has that that weird... uh... That weird guy in his movie that played the clown and all of that. Sid Haig. That that guy, to me, that guy's just annoying. Well, once again, in the B-rate world of... of, uh, in that, in that world, right, Sid Haig was, like, considered, like, the almighty, right? Everybody who watched any of them, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, any of them B-roll movies back in the day, Sid Haig was, like, in every one of those films. He's, like, yeah, the but godfather. He's like the, but he's, like, the same character in every one. And right, he's a weird dude. And to me, anyway, he's just annoying. You yeah. Know, he just annoys me. Well, here's where he got real annoying. He's so, always, like, ha, 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 ha. That's about it. Yeah. You know, he just annoys me. Deep voice, right. But the three from hell is based on House of a Thousand Corpse, The Devil's Rejects, and the movie basically just bombed. Like, no, everybody was pretty much at this point done with Rob Zombie, and I'll argue the case that he made $2 million basically back from that film, which means when you think about 10 bucks a ticket, you justify how many people makes up $2 million. Not a lot of people are going to see that film, not like they did in the House of a Thousand Corpse and, of course, The Devil's Rejects. So... Nobody he, even really cared about those he characters. He spent how much? He spent $3 million on that film. He made two? And he made two back. Yeah, he basically made... he. Yeah. 
he made $2 million back. But overall, he spent $50 million over like seven, eight films, right. and he made a total of 160. So he's basically up like $110 million, which I guess is still good, but then you got to pay all your Hollywood, you know, execs and your suits and all right. your people. And right. I'm sure a lot of that money got ate up over time. So anyway, just for the record, Rob Zombie's movie making is this week's douchebag of the week. All right, Glenn, so let's change gears. I know you had something happen this week, something huge. This has not been a good week at all, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it was. Bummer. What I gather was not a good week, but you're going to tell us and spill the beans. Hey, spill the beans. Okay. All right, Glenn. Well, well, well. Let me spill these beans on you. Spill the beans. Here I am yesterday morning driving to work like I always do. It's about 3.30 in the morning. I'm driving to work, minding my own business in my own little world. Got my talk radio station on. Got my cruise control set on 65 MPH. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden... Out of nowhere, flew right down from the sky, just like Santa Claus. Boom! Instant deer sausage. Ah! Man, this thing destroyed the whole front of my car. Now I'm waiting to see if they're going to fix it or they're going to total it. I hate deer, John. Yeah, that's bad. I hate deer sausage. I hate deer everything. Dropped right out of the sky, just like Santa Claus. Ah, what's one of the reasons why you wonder why I hate Christmas? Yeah, you got Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. Well, you know what? They can all kiss my Rudolph. <laughs> I hate deer. We'll post some pictures on the website too of the then car on top of that, and the fatal damage it caused. Then on top of that, I got to go tomorrow because my dryer went out. So now I got to go buy a dryer. Oh, you're not having a good week at all, man. My work truck broke down today. I was running behind already. Oh, that ain't good. Not good. It's not been a good week. I need some rest. You do need some rest. You look tired. (laughs) Well, that's Glenn. Spill the beans. Spill the beans. Hey, spill the beans. Okay. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. The wait is over. This is Radioactive Real Talk Radio with John and Glenn Goodman. Got some leftover tree stumps you just can't get rid of? Call Dave Royer with Royer Stump Removal. With free estimates, what do you have to lose? Call now at 618-779-5205. The wait is over. This is Radioactive Real Talk Radio with John and Glenn Goodman. All right, we're back June 12th. Like we stated earlier in the broadcast, one year ago today, our St. Louis Blues are Stanley Cup champions. And technically, they still are. 
Anybody know what place they were in when this season got going? When everything got held up? Nope. Any guesses? Bingo, third place. Of course, we can't hear you because somehow you forgot how to turn your microphone on. Your mic is on. I'm here. I'm proud and I'm... He's proud. (laughs) It's pretty good. All right, guys. So anyway, I'm excited. The gyms are opening back up uh, July 22nd. No, June 22nd. So like 10 days from now, the gyms are rolling. So I'm pretty excited about that. So what are you thinking, man? I think it's time for some goodies. It's now time for Blaze Goodies. <laughs> you do that. You do that so well. You do that so well. There you are. Glenn, you were doing some research this week. I, I was just thinking. You, were, you weren't doing research just now during the break. You were doing it weeks in advance, right? Because that's how prepared you are on the show. I do things on the fly. You do. You ever wonder why so much weird crap comes out of Florida? Because uh, there's weird people in Florida. I think we can all agree, right? Isn't Florida the sunshine state? Well, it wasn't when I went to Florida a few years ago. It rained every day I was there. Well, yeah, it rains every day. But no, I mean, it really rained. Like, there were floods in the streets. Like, normally it rains at night. It's nice of the day. It rained night and day. But, but I wonder why so much weird stuff comes out of Florida. Too much salt in the water, I guess? I don't know. I've been reading different stories about weird stuff in Florida. Got this one here. It says a... Uh, Florida man tells deputies he wasn't drinking while driving, but he was just drinking at the stop signs, not while he was driving. <laughs> Could you imagine being a cop pulling this guy over for drinking I think and driving? I would, that's awesome. Hey, officer, I wasn't drinking and driving. I was only drinking the damn stop signs, <laughs> not while I was driving, Holy just when cow. I stopped. That's funny. It's like the cop that went up to the guy. I should and try that line. Knocked on the window and said, "Excuse me, sir, are you drinking?" He said, "I don't know. Are you buying?" <laughs> I should try that. Why does so much weird stuff come out of Florida? I'll tell you, that happened to me a few years you ago. Think it'd be California or something, but it's always <laughs> mostly Florida. Yeah, Florida. I don't know. Maybe they bake in the sun too long. I don't know. Maybe their heads like fried or something. Cop pulled over another guy. Uh, yeah, for drinking and driving. Cop walked up to the window and the guy's. Finishing off chugging a beer and trying to chuck the can in the back like he wasn't drinking and driving. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, Florida is a weird. It's more like uh, Florida, the, the crazy state, I guess. Another guy from Florida walked into the police station and wanted the cops to uh, test the quality of his meth. <laughs> to see if it was good quality, I guess, before he sold it. I mean, seriously. Hey, now that we're picking on you guys from Florida, we're not. We're really not. Yeah, you guys are. are pretty much doing it yourselves. You know? Yeah, Glenn, I don't know, man. I'm lost for words here. So am I when it comes to Florida. Hey, do you remember that? There was a, there was a time that I thought I think it'd be cool to live there and be able to go to the beach and all of that, but, man, there's some weird stuff comes out of there. I tell you, it got really weird the other day in I'll Florida. I'll tell you one thing that was cool, though. I went to Alligator Farm there once. That was pretty cool. I'll tell you who else went to Alligator Farm. The guy that produces the show, the president, you know. That guy went and held an alligator. It's like a little tiny one, though. It was kind of funny. It wasn't an alligator. That was an iguana. <laughs> <laughs> I call oh. him alligator. Alley for short. If Brian was only here to hear that, he would not take your shit. Number 10. 10. 10. <laughs> <That's> 10. <laughs> All right, guys. That's pretty much going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, Glenn, unfortunately, we didn't have time for our buddy this week. Oh, I do have one thing to say, though. What's up? This whole coronavirus thing. What yeah. is up with Illinois, dude? I don't know. 
What's the latest? Supposed to be wearing a mask, so everybody thinks. And some places now you go in, nobody's wearing them. Some places you go in, you got to have them. Next week, Missouri is totally lifting their whole uh, coronavirus restrictions and everything's going back to normal. What is wrong with Illinois? I don't know. Time yeah. will tell, I guess. I don't know. about tired of all of it. Yeah. I love how the news showed the coronavirus facts and it said no more than 12 people at an outside gathering and then no more than 100 people at a protest. Yeah. I yeah. guess if you protest, yeah. you're not going to get the corona. Yeah. Well, now they're trying to tell them if they were protesters to go get tested for it. Yeah, I did hear yeah, that. Like they're going to go jump right on that. Right. So we didn't have time for Remus. We'll try to get him ah, on the program. We got to get a hold of that dude. I know. We're always running out of time. And Good old Clyde Remus. Next week, we got guests in studio. We don't know who yet. We know he's coming. Whoever it is, we'll be here. It's a mystery. And we're going to book him to play the first ever radioactive pressure lock. I'm working on that, Glenn. Book him, Dano. Book him. Book him. I'm, I'm John. I'm Glenn. And special thanks to Tommy two-time. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to wrap we it up. Are... Remember, go check out our website. We're going to post those pictures of Glenn's car so you can see how destroyed it got from the deer. We're going to put up the deer videos and we'll see you again next week. Out of here. <laughs> The wait is over. This is Radioactive Real Talk Radio with John and Glenn Goodman.